Don't cry! Pull it back! Let it turn to something else. <laughs> Just let it turn to something else, okay? Travel back in time to the 80s, reliving the laughter. <laughs> the heroes. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go Ghostbusters. And the honesty. What's up, Norm? My nipples. It's freezing out there. <laughs> Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Sure, it's not 1985 right now, but who knows what tomorrow will bring. The children of the 80s have lost another icon. Patrick Swayze, our favorite actor from Dirty Dancing and Red Dawn and Roadhouse, died September 14, 2009. Hey, it's Steve Spears with TampaBay.com. You are listening to Stuck in the 80s, and with me, there's nobody I'd rather dirty dance with again. And my co-host, Kathy Wass. Hello, Steve Spears. And he breaks like the wind. Times pop music critic, Sean Daly. What? You had to turn this into a brown show. Of here course. we are celebrating one of our favorite men from the 80s, and you had to yeah. go brown. Mm-hmm. Turn Sway- around, baby. Turn Swayze around. would Class want it up. Swayze Classic. would want it. <laughs> Swayze wanted it that way. <laughs> okay. A little wimp. He would know a new idea if it hit him in the pachanga. Oh, man. This has been a rough summer. Yes, the yeah. children of the 80s were, were yeah. losing our icons, and it does kind of ding you a bit. Yeah, summer of death. Jeez. <laughs> really? Nice. I mean, come on. Wow, okay. It is. No, it, yeah, it's really it rough. Is. It's Summer really rough. of Death, 2009. I mean, I, nobody saw Michael Jackson coming. No. No, and certainly nobody w- w- even remotely could have conceived of John Hughes yes. dying. But this we this, saw coming. This obviously we saw yeah. coming from a year away. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, Swayze, you know, he was a victim of pancreatic cancer. And I, and I think... Um, I've read a lot lately about how he died with such dignity. Oh, absolutely. And died with such fight. I mean, he worked, you know, on that show oh, Beast, Beast all the way, all the uh, way yeah. up until almost the, the day he died. And so it's really nice to see people appreciate that. Yeah, like, exactly. he, you know, there was a sense of grace to it, you know? Yeah. There was all these time period last year when it was first announced that he had the cancer and all the tabloids were coming out with these stories about how he had like three weeks to live. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. And he well, could have, I mean that usually, unfortunately, with pancreatic cancer. Yeah, it's one usually, month. Yeah, one month is usually yeah. one or two months is usually yeah. you know the over under. But was so, what was so badass about Swayze though is, is that part of you felt like if somebody could beat, beat this, it, Swayze could be Dalton from Roadhouse. Yeah, I know, you know? Totally. He's, he's the kind of guy who'd like stick his hand into his <laughs> abdomen and literally rip the cancer from his <laughs> yeah. body and then hold it in front of your face. Yeah. Do, 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 and then exactly. dance. And then dance. And then dance. <laughs> oh, and no, then dance. I, and so and I think that was the beauty, and we'll get to that in the show. That he, I mean, he played all these iconic roles, and he was always the tough guy with you know the big heart. With you the know? big heart, the heart. Uh, the guy. What do they say? The, the girls sentiment. wanted to to be with him, and the guys wanted to be him. Absolutely. You know, and so you felt like man, some guys wanted to be with him too. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, there was that. Too, All right, yeah. once or twice, you know. <laughs> was, there was that dream. It was a lonely night. <laughs> The uh, let me ask you this right off the bat: What is his place in the eighties? What is his? Uh, what will be his role? His, his what will he be remembered as? Kathy. <laughs> uh oh, but on the spot. Well, just all those things. He was such a good guy, in general. Too. In a time so when there aren't many good guys in Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. And he wasn't someone who took himself seriously. Obviously, because he had that great uh, Chippendale skit with oh, Chris yeah. Farley on Saturday And he was such a great character in that. Like, he wasn't a tough guy. He was, like, really rooting for Chris Farley. Even, like, oh, Chris Farley was the sexy one, you know? Yeah. Here, my thing about Swayze is that you always knew you were in pretty good hands with him when you went to yeah. one of his movies. Here was a guy who enhanced the joy of popcorn consumption, yeah. right? He wasn't Olivier. But no. you knew, but he was a good enough actor. He was this kind of buff, yeah. beautiful guy. Yeah, he wasn't you know, Steven Seagal him. either. Yeah. yeah. Oh so, yeah, certainly not. Please. And so you always went, and yeah. you always had fun with his stuff. Yeah. 
You did. And I know you're going to ding on Dirty Dancing a bit. Oh, but, but I am here to represent the estrogen. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, so it's like, yeah, we, we really lost him. I mean, he was, an, you know, this, this constant presence in our lives growing yeah. up in the 80s and in the 90s. Uh, with a great sense yeah. of humor. He did to Wong Fu. Thanks for yeah, everything, Julie exactly. Newmar. He dressed up in drag. I mean, he kind of... Oh, he totally... Know. And then he goes and does Donnie Darko, right. which is so against... I mean, he totally could have took that good guy image and he just turned it on his ear by playing right. a pedophile. But he was great in it. What was everyone's first thought when you'd heard that he passed away this week? I actually thought about when I was a, a, a bellman, a bellboy... <laughs> <laughs> at the Columbia Inn, which I've talked about before yeah, in Columbia, sure. Maryland. And I gave, uh, I had to take Richard Marks. <laughs> I've told this story. Oh. Richard Marks to uh, the health club. And Marks is married to, to Cynthia, Cynthia Rhodes, from who Dirty plays uh, his initial girlfriend in Dirty yeah. Dancing. And I remember asking uh, if Swayze, had, asking Richard Marks, did Swayze put some moves on Cynthia Rhodes, you know? And, so, you know, and Richard Marks is a nice guy, but he kind of like, kind of put Swayze in his place a bit. <laughs> so that's kind of the first thing I thought of. And then I was like, yeah, I hope Swayze banged her. Victory! Oh, but he was, and that was the other thing. I mean, once again, Swayze was with his high school sweetheart in Hollywood years. I think they were married, what, 500 years? Yeah, yeah, since so. 1975, I think. Yeah, which is, I mean, you know that's huge that's huge, huge. I, definitely i remember we wrote a story six months ago here when you know one of 300 celebrity divorces came about and i, I had to go back and look at all the really long hollywood romances and his is definitely one of the best i mean 57 yeah. 57 is a brutally young age yes, to is. go and he was only 57 but talk about filling up your life yeah oh yeah, yeah he filled it up so I really think it's sweet the way yeah. he's being remembered. It's really, it really nice. And in the months to come, we'll see these Swayze uh, film marathons on TV. And you know oh, what? We're going to yeah. stick around and we're going right. to watch Heck him. Because yeah. it was good product he put out. Right, yeah, exactly. It was. And, oh, uh, um, Jennifer Grey had a great quote, too. She said he was this rare combination of raw masculinity and amazing grace. That's nice. Like, oh, that's really nice. Like, even yeah. in Roadhouse, uh, where he plays Dalton the Bouncer... Doesn't he do like jujitsu or some? Well, that's side, the thing side, too. Like, like all of his fight scenes are like you know with his dancing background are just so awesome to watch. And well, the guy had a hell of a head. I mean, he had a hell of a skull. <laughs> he had the hair of the eighties. The hair. Else. He had a great the, mullet hair, yes. and then he had this like face that was like chiseled from the guy who did Mount Rushmore. Right, I mean, he was exactly. a good looking. Yeah, dude. but I would argue too that he's even though he was once named um, sexiest man alive, I think in nineteen ninety one. I know that he's been named you know oh, one of the fifty sexiest men alive. I wouldn't say he's got. Traditional Hollywood looks. I mean, he looks no, but he, he's no Rob Lowe. He's no Tom Cruise. I mean, he. You like those guys, huh? Stay but, yeah. See, we we found out now. Tingle, but, oh my god, Rob Lowe. I but he does. I, mean, I, I think know. there are women out there in, in uh, stuck in the eighties uh, nation who would disagree with you. Oh, totally. I, think I had a crush. I've had a crush. No, I think he's a very good-looking guy. Yeah. You're, you're misunderstanding me. I'm just saying he's not. He doesn't have those traditional looks. He's got more of a Sean Daly look. What the hell is that? I, uh, this face is not chiseled. No, uh, no. I have a beard of fat. There's I think he's, no his chiseling. face was when he put together the, that scene in Ghost when he's around the clay, <laughs> making a clay pot with Demi yeah, Moore. My face looks like what they made. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh yeah, Ghost. Man, Ghost. he did a lot of movies, too, that like... Really, I, they'd be good date movies to take a lady to because the Heck ladies yeah. come out like, let's go, you know. Yeah. And before I know, the point of this week's podcast, each one of us is going to step forward and defend our favorite Patrick Swayze movie. And I don't think we got a whole lot of surprises there. But before we do that, I wanted to go back and let's talk about some of the more guilty pleasure movies that uh, Swayze put out. Because oh. let's face it, he was the king of them. In he a will, way. Oh, totally. So, yeah. so these are going to be the movies that we're not going to defend, but that we still admit we all own on DVD anyway. I think it starts and ends with 1991 Point Break. Sorry, Johnny. Looks like you don't get to be president. <laughs> there you go. I just recently, like within during the Seattle years, found <laughs> my love for Point Break. That's, that is his... And that's actually because of Hot Fuzz. Have you seen Hot Fuzz? No, oh, what's Hot Fuzz? It is a total um, homage to Point Break, but British. And, and so then I had to go back and watch Point Break. And Point, it's... Yeah, Point Break's great. Uh, Swayze plays Bodie, the, uh, the surfer slash bank robber. Oh. The thing about that is I hated the movie at first, and yet every time it's on TV, I continue to watch it uh, up to the end. Of and you course. have Steve, one of Steve's uh, uh, favorite quotes. 
Give me two, Utah. Give me two, Utah. Everywhere uh, we go. Give me two. Hey, can, can I get you every restaurant we go to? Hey, gentlemen, can I get you some, uh, you know, some uh, some drinks? Give me two, Utah. <laughs> People are like, what? What? Yeah. And you just say it. You don't even care. It annoys the shit out of everybody. I know, including me. Yeah, I <laughs> love that, too. <laughs> the uh, And there's the... there's. All those bodhiisms, you know, it's like Zen. It's not surfer. tragic to die doing what you love. Doing what you love, which you could say about Patrick Does he Swayze. Die at the end of that? Yeah, well, well, it's implied. It's implied. It's implied. He's surfing, but there's a point break too. So he's at Bell's Beach, Australia. You know, in the big surf, surf, yeah. the surf, the century storm of the century comes, sweeps him away, and then uh, Keanu Reeves walks back on the beach, and, and the police go, you know, we'll get him when he comes back in, and Keanu goes, he's not coming back in. But maybe that could have been veiled, like let him go. Like maybe he lived. Could have been your way. Dead, well, because he no, was in love but that's, with them. Well, that's there, the way. There, it, this movie is really homoerotic. Oh, too. everything's homoerotic <laughs> if guys like it for some unexplained reason. Oh come on! Like, you know Utah homoerotic was totally in love with him. The come fact on. that I watched Point Break in my underpants has nothing <laughs> to do with the homoeroticism of that movie. It was just warm in my house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, did Keanu Reeves Florida. come out and say anything about? Um, about his friend yes he did he called him a beautiful person oh that's nice and the two of them worked together before in 1986 in a movie that I love that nobody loves oh come on Youngblood I do oh yeah you know uh, Stuck in the 80's friend Tom Jones a sports writer here at the St. Pete Times that was his pick in today's paper he said, "Don't forget about Youngblood. That's his favorite." Patrick I love Youngblood. I don't know why. It was well, it's just... got Rob Lowe in it, so right? It's got Rob yeah, Rob Lowe. Lowe. Oh, oh yes. wow, your favorite Rob Lowe. <laughs> exactly. She the must truth love comes up. That Spearsy. He yeah, watches that. Up. <laughs> he watches that movie in his underwear. <laughs> <laughs> now that movie might be a little homoerotic. Okay, I'll give you that. Oh yeah, because yeah. somebody has their genitals. Um, yeah, um, Rob Lowe gets shaved. his ball shaved. Oh, shaven, shaved. Shoved? Shoved? <laughs> you know, you like really that? should Show? know the answer to this. <laughs> oi, oi. No, I don't shave, dude. I'm just naturally hairless. Okay. It's a daily thing. Uh, Shoved? You do Kathy, right, Kathy, what do you got? Living. What's your guilty pleasure fave, Patrick Swayze? It's got to be Roadhouse, right, Kathy? Yes, but I do have a little story in that. Um, Look at you. Hee hee. I had a good friend that was in the military and he was stationed overseas. So when he came back home for the holidays, um, he wanted, we went to the movies. He got to pick because, you know, back then you wouldn't see a movie for like nine months to a year if you ever saw it um, overseas. So we <laughs> went to go see Next of Kin oh. <laughs> in the movie theater. He plays oh. Truman Gates. <laughs> that's a badass name. Yeah, yeah. For a movie, it's like not... a badass hillbilly. Is that next? Yeah, yeah. totally. It's yeah. not. But it's... he's a good guy, hillbilly. Of course, right? he's hillbilly always... with a heart of gold. Hillbilly with a heart of gold, just like you know, just like tough guy role. with a heart of gold. Yeah. And, uh, dirty I, I can't dancing. get through Next of Kin. That's one of the ones I have to put on the dinger list. I. I took one for the team. I going to see you know, that. It's not the. Uh, it wasn't an eighties movie. It was nineteen ninety. But uh, I kind of like Ghost. Oh, <laughs> there's nothing wrong Come with Ghost. Come on, Spears. There's nothing wrong with Ghost. Whoopi Goldberg's great in it. Demi Moore. Eh, it's all right. Eh. Did you cry at the end of Ghost? Who doesn't? Cry at the end of Ghost. Daily, Daily doesn't cry at the end of anything. <laughs> no, all you do is cry. Except for the, except for the Cosby Kids, Fat <laughs> Albert and the Cosby Kids. When Dumb Donald gets dinged with the uh, fake trombone. Ghost at the is end. hot. Whoopi Goldberg bothers me in that. Yeah, but Ghost yeah. is pretty hot, and I, I kind of like those whole um, uh, ghosts, like people coming back. Oh, yeah. That's like kind of one of my favorite genres of movies. I want to yeah. come back and haunt Spearsy. Yeah. Yeah. I do crazy <laughs> things, you know. The, the the part that gets me at the very end when you know he's about to leave. And, he's, and he, he looks over to uh, Demi Moore and says, the love you have, you take with you. Then that's when I'm like... <laughs> See? Oh, so the truth comes out. You did cry at the end of Oh, goes, God, yeah. On. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Seriously. I mean, it's no secret. I cried at the end of everything. Spears yeah. cried at the end of Next to Kin. <laughs> he did. Well, I, <laughs> I was crying during... I love you, <laughs> I was crying during most of Next to Kin. <laughs> okay, now we've all, we've, all, we've all had our fun with the uh, guilty pleasures. It's time for business around here. So it's let's... Business time, Steve? It's, it's business time. All right, my favorite Patrick Swayze movie from the 1980s is a little motion picture called The Outsiders. And I can't even call the cops because you two would be thrown in a boy's home so fast it would make your head spin. Love it. In oh. fact, when you were uh, talking about all these other movies from the 80s and I said The Outsiders, there was a, an outpouring of emotion 
for my Facebook friends and blog readers. Outpouring. <laughs> Shut up, Spears. All four. <laughs> <laughs> for the Outsiders, which I love, directed by Francis Ford Coppola oh. in 1983, a heavily stylized movie. Yes. But has there oh. ever been a launching pad? Oh, my God. No kidding. The, the, for, for young actors. Ralph Macchio. Oh, C. No, Thomas dude. Howell. Tom Cruise. Rob Matt Lowe. Dylan. Matt Dillon. Rob Lowe. Again, your love. Patrick Don- Swayze. Leif Garrett. Oh, He well, plays one of the socials. Yeah. Of course, it's uh, based on the S.E. Hinton Well, his novel. career's on the down at that point, though. Leif Garrett. On the down low? Yeah. Anyway, oh, uh, Outsiders was <laughs> written in 1967 about um, Texas youth. The Greasers versus the Soches, you know, this uh, great society battle, uh, you know, it it culminates with the fight and poor uh, Johnny, played by Ralph Macchio, gets... uh, Notice we didn't mention... Let's do it for Johnny! Notice we didn't mention the big launching pad for the career of C. Thomas Howell. Hey, don't you dare diss C. Thomas Howell. I'll tell you what, you can look forward to an upcoming (laughs) Stuck in the 80s commentary on what movie? Soul Man. Soul Man! You own it on DVD? Oh, no. I, uh, you can get it for like three ninety nine. No. Spears and I love Soul Man straight up. It's a great movie. Look I could never get those ninety minutes back. Oh yes, you I can. saw that in the theater too. You know, Oi. all right, let's get back to Outsiders. Okay. I love this movie I so much. Yeah, he plays Daryl Curtis. He basically plays um, the older brother of this uh, family boy. of ragtag yeah, kids, and uh, he's got to be everything. He's got to be big brother, friend, you know, father, father, father figure. Um, he's trying to keep it straight, but he's still kind of a roughneck. <laughs> anyway, and so what I thought about it is um, there's a great, uh, it's a little emotional moment now, but a great Stevie Wonder song called Stay Gold from The Outsiders based on the Robert Frost poem, Nothing Gold Can Stay. Can we hear a little bit of that? Okay. Stay Gold. You thought that all would last forever But like the weather Nothing can ever I'd be in time Stay go Yeah, you're tearing up a little bit, aren't you? Yeah. 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 Cry. Squirt a few. Anyway, <laughs> The Outsiders is my favorite. I, you know, I don't own it on DVD, but I want to go out to Best oh, Buy and get it because yeah. I think they have like a super deluxe version. Oh, I'm sure they do. It's so awesome. Oh, it's great. I'm going to defend 1984's movie, Red Dawn. You want blindfolds? It's a the Geneva Convention. I never heard of it. Iconic, I say. Again, see Thomas Howell. Again, he's again. The, he's today's Rob Lowe. Let's get see Thomas Howell on the show. Yeah, he he's not the, doing anything. Yeah, he works at the Jiffy Lube right around the corner. <laughs> CT, so nice. come on oh, in. What is it? Now. What is it about this movie that endures for so long? I mean, people, it, it was almost forgotten for a while. Now suddenly it's back. Now they're oh, doing it's a remake. Yeah, it. but even then, people were I'm talking about it. it. <laughs> people, What's up with that remake? Uh, they just released some something. They just got, got it's all casted now. The story's a little different. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's not going to have the same feel. You don't have a Cold War going yeah, on. Yeah, you I don't. Just, was it the Ruskies who invaded in Red Dawn? Yeah. Uh, and, the, and the Cubans, remember? And the Cubans. God, remember, I remember seeing that first scene, you know, where they all land in the schoolyard. And oh, the teacher, and the that te- is a beautifully shot scene. Yeah. That all, is a great, great scene where these kids are sitting in class and they... The, they drop into like basically where you gotta have recess. Oh, right. Yeah. And they know, start when we're a kid, we're in school, like, man, you could imagine that. That's an amazing scene. Yeah, I love it. The um Patrick Swayze plays the like the older friend of yeah. uh, of the gang and kind of leads them little t- teenage gorillas into the mountains to fight the Russians. Yeah. I, it's a fun movie. And it was after yeah. this I kind of think that his career I mean Outsiders was big, but I mean he probably has what, maybe fifteen minutes of screen yeah, time it's in, a Outsiders. Role in Outsiders. It's a supporting role, yeah. He's got at least half the screen in uh, in Red Dawn, and so now suddenly things but are primed. But my love of Patrick Swayze was cemented with Outsiders. So, eh. thank you, Kathy. I don't know. I, oh, it was. You don't for like me. the Outsiders? Why I don't not? Like it? Because you, you you're me. one of the socias. No, because I'm. You know yes. me, yes. Cherry Valentine. Exactly. Leaf, Gary. Yeah. I'm. A, uh-huh. I'm I don't like period pieces. Oh, oh. God, you're so annoying. What about North and, and South? You don't like period pieces, <laughs> but all these movies that you you can continue to uh, adore. Are all like uh, totally stuck in time? time. Mm. Yeah. How, how are they not period pieces? Really? They didn't. You like Adventureland? 
Because it was stuck in the period that you uh, you thrived. I don't know. I just before don't it all like... went downhill for you. Well, do I have to defend why I don't like? The... I mean, it's not that I don't love. I like the outsiders. Isn't that enough? No. <laughs> no. No. It's you not because you're lying. Listen to what your you're voice. Not... Breaks. I know. Your if voice... I if I dated you and you're you go oh, no baby I love you and your voice broke I'd be like <laughs> oh he's lying he's lying there's a little tip ladies write it down write it down look at that smug face I just want to check out <laughs> okay Kathy uh, 1987 <sighs> say the two words now dirty dancing nobody puts baby in a corner all right have at it guys you got a few minutes to defend it before I let loose oh. Oh, well, let me tell you, I got some ammo before I came in because I knew you were going to diss on me, and I feel like I need to be the one to represent the female audience out here. So I called on some of my friends, and there are, there are plenty out there that love Dirty Dancing, just yes, like Yes, I know, and they all have ovaries and two breasts. <sighs> no man loves Dirty Dancing, plain and simple. It is the ultimate chick flick. Okay. And you say that like it's a bad thing. No, a good chick flick always throws something in there for the guys. Uh, like, I don't what? No, agree wait, with wait, that. wait on this for a second, because you know Kathy's gonna let me. Uh, she's obviously gonna let me take the first step into the minefield, and okay. so I'm gonna do it. Okay. A good chick flick throws in something for the guys. A little gratuitous nudity, you know, maybe a killer soundtrack. Oh, you didn't like it because it was a period piece too. Oh. Yeah. Oh. But I'm saying there's none what, of that. What? There's no good soundtrack. How can you say that? I didn't like that. I didn't. Well, I... Okay, that I'll give <laughs> you that. Like the voice. But, Hello, guys. Oh, but no. that song is going to be in I your love head. Dirty Dancing. Oh, I think she did. There's too. like she's like the wind, and I don't have ovaries. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the voice oh. is gone. That's it. The voice come shall on, never return. Come on, okay. You know we've laid down the gauntlet. Cross it. I don't. I didn't hear you say anything. What? Okay, so it gave you nothing. It gives. It gives guys nothing to like. However, the dirty you know, dancing. You didn't you dancing. Know. What guy okay. likes dancing movie? Would you Grindy. with Jennifer Grey? Yes, Spears? absolutely. Before or after her rhinoplasty? Both. <gasps> During. <laughs> oh, She's knocked out everything. It's perfect. You won't puppy. feel a thing. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. Oh no, you've crossed a line. <laughs> I will say this is that women got all head up when they watched uh, Dirty Dancing. They got kind of, yeah. It's let's, female let's porn. Do it. Heck, yeah. You should love yeah. that. You love porn of all times. <laughs> I do normally. You're an equal opportunity pornist. <laughs> this is true, but come on. Okay. So still, when you watch wait. Dirty Dancing, you kind of feel some urges? She's sweating. Oh, some come stirs. on. Patrick Swayze is so hot in that movie. I just got to get that out yeah. there right now. But he's the bad boy that, oh, with love, you can change. Come on. It's the perfect setup. Erroneous. You can change no man. A man has to want to change himself. Well, and he does through his love. You don't think a a chick can change a dude? No. (laughs) I'm not seeing that. And you should know that. But it's the... Ah, jeez. But it's... We know that, but it's the fantasy. Oh, it's a fantasy, all right. God. Now I'm even angrier about this movie. I thought you said that no movie can be bad if it has Jerry Orbach in it. Was that your rule? Maybe maybe I'm thinking of someone. I thought it was the Jerry Orbach If if they'd only cast Max von Sydow as the role of her dad, this movie would be great. Actually, they should have used Kelly Bishop more in that movie, too, considering Who's Kelly Bishop? Who's Kelly Bishop? The mom! Oh, oh yeah. She's, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it's just creepy. It's from her Orbach. It was Orbach's <laughs> movie Orbach. to lose. It was just <laughs> Orbach's movie to lose. Take Orbach out of Dirty Dancing. Get, you're not going to even let me defend her. No, you? go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Waiting, keep, keep waiting, up. waiting. Go ahead. Do you love okay. me, Kathy? Okay. Do you love me? <laughs> I disagree. I love the soundtrack as well. Uh, there is a guilty pleasure. She's like the wind. I'll give you that. It's weird. It was originally written to be in the movie Granville, USA, which uh, Swayze was in earlier in the decade. Oh. Didn't get used. He loved it so much that he still wanted to use it. Yeah. Found a way to sneak it into this movie. And that's another one of my problems with this movie. So it's a period piece, okay? So we're hearing all this lovely music from the past, which I don't True. give a crap about anymore. And uh, suddenly here's She's Like the Wind you See, know, I love playing through music, the middle of it. So I and then love it ends with The Time of, of My Life, which is yet another well, contemporary I don't like, song. I don't like I don't that song. Oh, the ending is just like annoys well, the crap out of me. It was now... I, when I was in Germany with 
uh, former Time staffer Christina Koicha. We uh, got there a day ahead of time, and we were like, you know, getting over jet lag. And so we turn on German TV, and what is on? Dirty Dancing? Dirty Dancing in German. In German. <gasps> how do you and say Dirty Dancing in German, Steve? How do you Scheister say, film. I don't how know. How do you say get baby? <laughs> Noah puts baby in the corner in German. I don't think. I think it's one of those phrases that should be left untranslated. Uh, true. Don't you? True. I, I like the scene rough. in Dirty Dancing when they're playing Wipeout and she's dancing on the pier. Oh, yeah. And she's yeah. trying to look sexy and alluring. I See, know. look, you're, you don't trust me. You're looking at me like I'm setting you up. But I, I, I know. Do, I enjoy that see, scene. Okay. I enjoy okay. that. I, that's see, and I have to get... I have to go back to something that you said too about how she, you know, you you didn't like her acting in the movie, but I and I don't know what you needed someone prettier with bigger boobs. No, why does everybody say that? Because that's what you want. No, it's not what I want. want. That is all Steve Spears wants. It's pretty with big boobs. You know what? It's what's on the inside. Oh yeah, look at you, Mister Curvaceous loves a lot. What? Curvaceous loves a lot. That's my rap name. How dare you bring that into this conversation? I, I am so totally anti big boobs. It's not even funny. But anti big boobs. Anti big boobs. Are you on the picket line? <laughs> no, no more, more big boobs. Boobs. Look at the big red line. <laughs> then you need to get out small of Florida. Small one. Small one. I've never. You need to get out of ask Florida. Anybody, then. Ask anybody that I've ever dated. You should put that on a t-shirt. I am so anti big boobs. It's really. Uh-huh. You're Flatches a big boob. No, it's. Girls of the actually, you know what? If, oh God! If anything, I'm a legs man. Okay. And Jennifer oh, Grey has great I just, legs. I a little bit when you say okay. <laughs> Come on! Oh, don't even start with me. But no, but I think she's perfect in the role. I mean, what she's, what she represents is the awkward, shy girl who sort of comes into her own. She's kind of a jerk at the beginning, though, right? Isn't she like a little bitch? Well, she. Yeah, a little. She's idealistic. She's naive. I mean, <laughs> she's idealistic. She's naive. She, you know, she's supposed to represent sort of that that time period too. Do she's they, never. I mean, she's never encountered kids like that. You know? Do they? Oh yeah. Have you have you not seen Dirty Dancing? Hello, he's only he seen gave her the time of her life. Oh, is that what the time? Oh, of life was? yeah, three times in one day. The hot beef yes, yeah. Daily, could you but ever? <laughs> could Daily, could you ever like be with someone named Baby? Baby. Oh, jeez, I don't know. What? I wasn't That's ready for that. Question. <laughs> I wasn't ready Baby. for that. Is that That's her nickname. Her, her, her real name's like Francis. Yeah, could Baby. you be with someone Baby. named Francis? Yeah. My, what? Just keep in mind, my grandmother's name was Francis. Okay, and you know what? My grandfather's name is Francis, so there you go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Obviously, somebody could do it. Where Francis. exactly is this show Francis. headed? No, <laughs> no, no. You know where it's headed? <laughs> it took a it's, p- it's headed to the Seggies. Oh. Ah, by the sound of the tone, it must be time for Reader Mailbag. Hey, Sean Daly, because he has so much time on his hands from not writing copy for me. What? All I do is write little joke writing crap copy for you. Yeah. I'm enraged and engorged. So let's <laughs> oh, oh. I didn't see that uh, one coming. Oh, come on. Oh, yes, you did. Kathy's feeling a little uh, beat up <laughs> I, today. I, I, oh, um, we love you. Okay, we have three letters today, including one from Finland. But we'll save that one Ooh. for the end. Our first letter is actually We're big very, very in nice. Scandinavia. <laughs> this is from Jamie in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Jamie says... I just wanted to send you an email to let you know how much I enjoy your podcast. I discovered your blog and your podcast earlier this year while visiting my dad at Tampa General. He was diagnosed with brain cancer in February and died in May. Needless to say, during that time, I spent a lot of time at the hospital and in waiting rooms and would read the St. Pete Times and TBT cover to cover. I listened to your podcast while running on an outdoor trail or at the gym. Many times I have received odd looks from strangers. Because, so do we. So do we. <laughs> because I was either laughing out loud, yelling out trivia answers, or quote-unquote arguing with you. <laughs> I graduated in 1988 and I'm a big fan of hair bands, Bon Jovi in particular. I am also proud to say that I have Spandau Ballet's true... <laughs> ...on my iPod and listen to it often. I'm furious now. I'm furious with Jamie. <laughs> By the way, guys, I have a funny story to relate <clears throat> about one of your podcasts. On January 11th, 1976, my world changed forever. Oh, On January 10th, 1976, I had only been redheaded, skinny little Jamie Summers of Lancaster, Ohio. Can you see where this is going? Oh, yeah. yeah. But after that fateful day, I became known as, you guessed it, the bionic woman. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, awesome. Jamie Summers. 
Lindsay Wagner, the great Lindsay Wagner. Yes. Kids would taunt me and ask me how fast I could run or if I could lift the school bus up. <laughs> Every sure. year I would dread the first day the teacher would call my name during roll call and would anticipate the bionic <laughs> running sound effect noises that were sure to follow. This has followed me my entire life. When I got married, there was no question that I would be taking my husband's name. I am probably the only person in history that was happy to take on the sexy last name of Banowitz. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Banowitz. Fast forward to a few weeks ago when I listened to a podcast and Steve Austin was mentioned. My heart started beating fast. Would they remember Jamie Summers, the bionic woman? Sure enough, you did. Will a show that ran for three years in the 70s live to infinity and beyond? Thanks again for entertaining me hours on end with your podcast. And Spearsy, mom was right to not let you go to that concert with that girl from that state up north. I also have interesting stories about a close encounter with John Bon Jovi's butt and meeting Andrew McCarthy. Signed, Jamie in Fort Wayne, Indiana, forever stuck in the 80s. That's an obscure reference to my mom. That's the Duran Duran concert. Uh, Seven the Ragged Tiger. Yeah, she wouldn't let me go with Lisa from Ohio. I've not yet forgiven it's a great her. Letter, very very nice. It's always nice when we hear that we're you know people who are a little down the dumps yeah. and having yeah. some troubles. They come to us and yeah. you know they can forget about that and concentrate on our troubles exactly. <laughs> and our sad pitiful I'm lives. <laughs> Doesn't it still freak you out though when someone brings up some some really obscure moment from the podcast that you've completely forgotten? Which I know is not hard for you because you don't even remember the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so, but, I mean, yeah. it's it's weird. I mean, it happens. He's, they're all obscure to him. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's really really nice. It, it is, is nice. It I'm is, just you know, we kind of spit the stuff out, and you know, Steve goes and, and dresses it up and does a great job producing. But a lot of times, I kind of forget what I say, you know, and then to have it brought back, back. you know, yeah. which will probably haunt me. I can't run for president now because of my Natalie stories. Yeah. But let's move on. Letter number two. Are you ready, Kathy? I am so ready. This is from Joe Belanger. Uh, dear Steve and Kathy. Oh, finally. Last Sunday at <laughs> church, of all places, my wife Erin leans over and tells me that Sean Daly <laughs> friended her on Facebook. Sean friended her. Now, Sean's sense of humor and over-the-top antics have always been the frosting on the stuck-in-the-80s cake for my wife and I. But Daly's got a reputation with the ladies. I was a bit concerned. You do? No, I've been with the same woman, more or less, for the last 17 years. It's the more or less that anyway, gets you in trouble. I didn't need to hear my wife's name grouped in a list that includes Natalie Diffenbaugh. <laughs> drink! 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 Molly Sherman and Trina. Mama, no. Daly, are you moving in on my old lady? Uh-oh, Joe Blanchard is furious. Steve, feed that man some Funyuns and Reese's Pieces. <laughs> Funyuns are like kryptonite to Mrs. B, and Reese's Pieces will slow down Sean enough for me to get in some fisticuffs. Excellent. Actually, kidding aside, Aaron is often in tears from Sean's quips and outbursts. We love the show, and I'm forever stuck in the 80s. Joe Blanger. Now, can I explain something real quick? Yeah, what are you we doing, friend? You need to. <laughs> Here's the thing. We have a very popular Facebook site where people can come and enjoy the antics and comments of Kathy, Steve, and myself. And sometimes when somebody makes, you know, responds to something I write or I do, and they sound like they're fun, well, I'll go and I'll friend them or I'll reach out to them. You're yeah. building bridges. I, you know, I, I have my own Facebook site where it's not a family thing. It's not a friend thing. It's like a kind of a work thing. People can come and read all my other separate stories. Don't look at me like that, Spears. What do you <laughs> no. think I'm digging out? And so I wasn't hitting on Joe Blanger's lovely wife, Erin. Uh -huh. I was just saying, oh, she said something really funny. Did you friend Joe? Yeah, Joe was already my buddy. Oh, okay. Steve, what? Okay. What do you have to say about this, <laughs> uh -oh. huh? Not you and your Richie Cunningham shirt. What do you got to say, oh. Cunningham? <laughs> huh? Get out of here. You're not worth it. And so here, but here's the thing. What happens a lot of the times is that someone will be like, ha ha, Daly's funny. And I'm like, all right, I'll friend him. I'll bring him over to Dalyville, you yeah, know? Exactly. And then I'll get a note from him like, uh, who are you? <laughs> and I'll be like, what? Oh. I'm the co-host of Stuck in the 80s. 80s. I, I'm yeah. the music critic at the St. Pete Times. You, you just laughed at my witticisms. Yeah. And then it's like, cricket, cricket. <laughs> and my Oops. friend request is pirouetting in cyberspace. Don't you guys are looking at me like I'm guilty. I'm always accused of not like reaching out to readers, so I was reaching. You, you know what? F this. Let's get to the Finland letter. <laughs> Thank you, Aaron. By the way, Aaron did accept my friendship. I think. Oh, okay. I've been averaging friends oops. lately. She deleted you. Letter number three from Finland from our friend 
Timo. Ooh. Hi, Steve. No, Kathy. No, no Sean. Sean. No, it's all Steve. Your recent podcasts that you've hosted by yourself. No, <laughs> yeah. Your recent podcasts have been entertaining, and your John Hughes tribute episode was really great. In fact, I had to buy planes, trains, and automobiles after listening to it <clears throat> since it had been a long time since I'd seen the movie. And it was great as I remembered it to be. So thanks for getting me into the mood of the 80s once again. Hmm. And then there is this so-called co-host. Here goes Timo. Saw and Daily. Saw and Daily? <laughs> like saw me in half or something. It looks like it's one word. Saw and Daily. <laughs> See? I got his name right this time. <laughs> He has been actively and seriously violating several songs by quote unquote singing, and I am really sorry for those songs that are totally inescapable. Oh, I'm sorry, are totally incapable of defending themselves from his scree screeching. <laughs> it is hard to listen to any of those songs ever again after having heard Sean killing them permanently with his interpretation. Yeah, try being in the room. After hearing Saw Daily <laughs> sing, one finally understands what killing me softly with his song really means, except for the soft part. Greetings from Finland, Timo. Oh, <laughs> ouch. Wow. Sawton Daily. So it's S A W apostrophe N apostrophe capital D A I. Put the I in there just to piss yeah. me off. Just to piss L-Y. you off. L Y. Daily. Timo doesn't like me. Timo maybe, <laughs> understands our does. pain. Maybe deep down, Finland does enjoy my antics. No. No. Uh, no. So either. Anyway, great letters this week. Thank you, Timo, uh, Joe and Aaron, and Jamie Summers. Oh, yeah. What's happening, hot stuff? Ah, by the sound of the gong, it must be time for Mystery Movie Moment. Hey, we'll play a segment of a movie from the 80s, and if you can get it right, we still have all those band posters. And uh, what else do we have? Expired bags of Funyuns, which I guarantee are just as fine as they were the day they came off the assembly yeah, line. Right, they Sean? they contain any natural like, product. I actually like stale, spoiled Funyuns. They're delicious. They're kind of like Peeps, those Easter Peeps. You oh, want those peeps. to be stale. Do you ever dip them in any kind of... Uh, peeps? Oh, no, peeps? not deep. No, Funyuns. Do you ever like to use them in a dip of any oh, sort? Steve, no. Oh. That would that would I like uh, to dip it in my root the, beer. The, the, the true natural flavor of the Funyun. Oh. I was just thinking about that. There the is day. no natural flavor in Funyuns. <laughs> we could, you know what? Next time we host a commentary at your house, um, we should dip Funyuns in things. Oh, we'll dip wow. all sorts of things. In things. I gotta <laughs> yeah. wash my hair <laughs> that night. Morning. Come on, put in the light socket. Oh, <laughs> oh do you say see how they taste? Oh, Steve, <laughs> why? Sorry. All right, come on, mystery movie moment. Okay, here is last all week's right. mystery clip. Help me. Help me. Lan, you're a member of this crew. Can you face some unpleasant facts? No. Yeah, it's airplane. Everybody got this one right. And um, to save us a lot of time, I'm going to only have Sean win, uh, name a few of the winners this week. Oh, sure. Put the onus on me. Yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. This week's winners of Mystery Movie Moment are Phil from Adelaide. Mark, uh, Ivan Seck of North Carolina, Marty Moose in El Paso, Craig in Sacramento, Chris in Chicago, Drew Friedman, and Ryan Qualls, formerly Ryan in Iraq. So hopefully Ryan formerly, is back and good. safe. Yeah, good. yeah, formerly is always better. Yes. Pay attention. Here's this week's mystery clip. You're nuts. Oh, yeah? You want to see nuts? I'll show you nuts. This is nuts, pal. If you know it, email us at stuckinitatempe.com and then tune in next week to find out if you're a wiener. Ah, the mystic refrain that is named that 80s tune. Hey, signature event here in the podcast. We will play a clip of a song from the 80s chosen by one of last week's winners. And if you get it right, you too can pick next week's a mystery uh, music clip and enjoy some stale Funyuns. Dip optional, very optional. <laughs> if you remember, last week's clip was a montage by Jennifer Reynolds in Oklahoma, so pay attention. There are three songs in this clip. That's tough. It's tough. Yeah. According to Jennifer, and I didn't I wouldn't have gotten this right. The first clip is Everybody Dance by was it Tymera and the Sean and the scene? Scene. Oh, you had to say and the Sean. Tamara and the scene. <laughs> Sorry. The second one is SOS by ABC, and the last one is Sex Shooter by Apollonia 6. And who won? Wow. Nobody. 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 Cricket. No. Normally, way, I, get... I believe Jennifer Reynolds is one of the nice people who I friended, and she in turn friended me back. Oh, yeah. And yeah, she's like, who's the stalker? No. No. Uh, I'm sorry. Well, anyway, uh-huh. did we send Jennifer something for being so clever? She will. And... She'll get whatever she wants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Steve. This week, Gary and Gilroy provides the mystery clip. Pay attention. If you know it, email us at stuckinies.hempy.com because Sean Daly is waiting to call you. A <laughs> wiener. Please, please tell me now. Please, please tell me now. Ah, uh, yes. Please, please tell me now. PPTM. Oh, stop. I love it. Timo begs you to stop. Timo loves this one. Sawton Daily. <laughs> couldn't even make that one. I hope up. we're pronouncing his name right. Yeah, Timo. Pretty sure. Okay. <laughs> He'll let us know. This, this is, week's Please Please Tell Me Now is, is not really 80 specific, but no. people are kind of curious about our habits beyond the show. It really shouldn't be. Sean, <laughs> Kathy, and Steve, do you read much? And if so, what authors and genres do you enjoy? Oh. There you go, Kathy. Why don't you go first? Kathy is now working in a bookstore. Yep, and also in a library. So yes. I'm a librarian, so of course, yes, I do read a lot. Um, interestingly enough, since we are doing a Patrick Swayze podcast, two of his movies were actually two of my favorite books in the 80s because the well i read them in the 80s young blood the dramatization <laughs> yes totally how did you know um no but uh i love the outsiders yeah i mean you Never know, did you read classic. all se hinton's like uh, yeah. rumblefish or, uh, rumblefish yeah. that was then this is now and there was a f- no se hinton was a woman yes in yeah. fact i was so jealous because she made a rare appearance at Bumbershoot in Seattle this year. And really? I was not there. Yeah. Like a public appearance? A or public she was appearance because yeah. she's, she's quite the recluse. So that was a big yeah, chore really is. for, for uh, geeks out there everywhere. But I was also really, in um, as a teenager, really into the Civil War. Well, who wasn't? <laughs> really, I know. <laughs> who wasn't? What's and your favorite war? What's your favorite war? To read about civil war, civil war, Steve? or WW two, WW two. Yeah. I'm the Revolutionary War. Is that weird? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Paul yes. Revere. Come on, don't say it like that. Redcoats. Red I like coats. all that. Uh, Paul Revere oh, did make his famous ride on my birthday. That's the nice. big. Yeah. We should recreate that. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> That'd be awesome. But then I also was into um, the uh, John Jakes had. Oh yeah. Um. The trilogy North and the South. Oh yeah, yeah. great miniseries. Yeah, that with, Swayze did with Swayze. Yep. What's his character? Ori. Ori. Yeah, he was my favorite character too. And the woman that he loves marries the plantation owner next door. Is yeah. that what it is? Played yeah. by Wow, David Carradine. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Are pretty good. Yeah, yeah. God, I'm, I remember seeing that. I can't believe my parents let me see that because I think that was early '80s, wasn't it? Or like '84, '85. It was right after um, yeah. Red Dawn. Yeah, right that. after. Yep. Wow. So yeah, but right now I, I didn't even uh, know it was a book. I read a lots of um, post-apocalyptic books. <laughs> Who doesn't? And uh, <laughs> uh, I know, and I'm really into zombies right now. So uh, World War Z by Max Brooks is one of my favorites. And a uh, big shout out to uh, J. Martin Troost, who wrote one of my favorite books, "Sex Lives of Cannibals." Wow, it's deep. Freaking yeah. Steve, who do you who do you read? Do you read much? <laughs> yeah, um, Lost Generation is my favorite era. So Fitzgerald, um, Hemingway, Somerset Maugham. We actually had a really wow. good talk about uh, Fitzgerald the other day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And a, oh, no, and the Sun Also Rises. Yeah, it's one of our. Book, I know. No, I know it's start books. to end. Yeah, um, but um, that those authors, and then um, kind of comes in naturally Hunter S. Thompson, who oh, was yeah. who was really influenced by Hemingway. So yeah, that the, that's my uh, that's my genre. Genre. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah, I guess mine would be uh, John Irving, Mark Twain, T.C. Boyle, and uh, <coughs> Hulk Comics. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, come yeah, on. Yeah, I read a lot Show of comics that. and graphic novels. Yeah, okay. That's all right. But these days I have 18 kids, and so I yeah. read like a page and a half of something, and then I just totally pass out. Yeah. You know, I read this like eight 
hundred page Mark Twain book. Literally, it took. I started reading when I was fourteen. Fourteen, exactly. <laughs> I just I finished. Know. It's crazy. I know. You mentioned comic books. You know what I got in the mail the other day? Three, the entire set of the Greatest American Hero comic books, signed personally signed to me by William Cat. I'd like to read those. Really? But you probably don't want my grubby mitts. You on may have to wear those little gloves. Yeah, mittens even maybe. <laughs> mittens. <laughs> Did you look at them? How they look? They look great. Is the uh, the the illustrations the arts? Yeah, really good? nicely done. Nicely really, done. Wow. I want to read that. It's gonna be fun. Looking wow. forward to it. That's cool. Impressive. There you go. Why do good. you Why do you get all the gifts? Sean got the last he, like he five bought them. He bought. Did I you bought buy the com- oh. I bought the comic books and then he signed them. Oh, yeah, Cat okay. wasn't gifting them. No, nah, I didn't. Yeah. Think so. He gifted Pay the up. signature. Yeah. We're not that close. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see those though. Well, there you go. Uh, please, please tell me now. It's a good question. We got a bunch, but we need more, right? Yeah. And as always, just send them on to stuckinnews@tampa.com. Put P P T M in. that's nice. Do you feel vulnerable there when you're saying? Yeah, a little bit. And uh, try to stump us too. Oh, like it doesn't yeah. have to just be about us. It can be like any sort of yeah. uh, '80s maneuver. Yes. And there's plenty of it. Hi, Sean. Hi, Steve. I thought it was about time that you got a fan greeting from me, Carol Jansen from Seattle, Washington. I wanted to say thank you for all the great movies, music, memories, and mischief that you've shared with us over the podcasts. You guys have a great way of making us all feel like we're best friends. So, like many others, while my mind and body may be working every day in 2009, my heart is with you, stuck in the 80s. Ah, the great Carol Jansen. I love Carol Jansen. You know, I'm the one who lured her to the show. You know, that's funny because when she sent in the fan greeting, she sent me a little uh, Carol Jansen comic book <laughs> uh, autographed to myself. Oh, man. Oh, that's man. That's not cool. You're always C-blocking. Oh. You always got a C-block. Still, to this day. I'm Can't never... you let Carol and I be? Oh. Can't you let us be happy? <laughs> Why must you muck up our happiness? Oh, well, I'm never the favorite. Oh, that's not true. Chris in Chicago, when he sent in his little email answering this week's trivia quiz, he, he said, you know, I love Kathy Watts. Oh. I never get that. It's the Chicago thing. Yeah. Everyone it, loves you. It's the Chicago. Yeah, it's the Chicago thing. Sick. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. I want more fan greetings. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So just go to our em. blog, and um, there's a toll-free number there that you can call. And you can leave a fan greeting. It's all good. It's free. Hell, just record one on your on your damn iPhone. And uh, send yeah, it into me. Call it in, exactly. Right. Call it in. It doesn't have to be super clever. In fact, like, that's what I do when I secretly pose as different fans. <laughs> Great. I thought you don't so. have to be really clever like Timo and come up with something no. like ingenious like Sutton Bailey. <laughs> Sutton Bailey's here. Hey, before I let you go, um, I do have prepared for this week's episode a special Patrick Swayze trivia <gasps> quiz. Woo! <sighs> I want to beat Kathy in this. Oh, you There's only four. Will. Four questions. Don't look at my answers. Ready? Okay. Question number one. The Outsiders. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Dirty Dancing. What was Patrick Swayze's acting debut? <laughs> no, look at oh, yeah, no, no. State Town USA. That's, that doesn't count. <laughs> that sucks. Uh, I, I mean, can, okay. I can get to my IMDb Mash. fast enough. No, you're right. Skate Town USA, <laughs> jackass. He played the. Uh, I cheated. He played the gravely titled, gravely named Ace Johnson. Can anybody name the other two co stars? Uh, C. Thomas Howe. <laughs> and Rob Lowe. And, and Rob Lowe. And Maury Amsterdam. No. Close. Scott Bayo and Flip Wilson. Flip, Flip Wilson? <laughs> wow. Wow. That's uh, random. That's bizarre. Okay. Kathy doesn't zero get points. That. Yeah, zero points. Zero points. Yeah. Question number two. Before his career on TV and the movies, uh, Swayze was a singer and dancer on Broadway. He even appeared in the original Broadway production of Grease. Wow. What character did he play? Kanicki. Rizzo. (laughs) (laughs) Danny Zuko. Oh, he had Zuko? He was not the original Zuko, but he stepped into the role pretty early uh, on. Wow. Zero points. Bizarre. It's hard to imagine him. As Zuko? Yeah. yeah. He's got that Texas accent, you know? That's a huge... I mean, he nailed a huge role there. Okay. I thought he was going to be like... He tried his here. best getting rid of that Texas accent and Dirty Dancing. Yeah, it doesn't really work. <laughs> it doesn't really Does work. Does it come back in Next of Kin? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I think they wrote the whole movie around him. Okay, ready? Question yes. number three. We're still zero, zero. Um, 
What does the street lingo I'm Swayze mean? You're badass. Stoned. Zero points again. <laughs> it means I'm ghost or I'm out of here. Oh, oh, oh wow. I'm I like badass better. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Last question. Wow, we're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> you may beat me just yet. Yeah. Patrick Swayze was nominated for three Golden Globe Awards for Best Performance by an Actor in a Motion Picture. Can you name those three movies? Ghost. Ghost. That's one. Oh, man. Um, best Actor, huh? Best Actor. God. Ghost. Red Dawn? No. No. It's kind of a joint effort. If you guys can eventually um... nail them. <laughs> just like shouting out everything. <laughs> no. Three nominated for. Really? We've um, mentioned one of them already. We've mentioned them both at one point or another. Wasn't Donnie Darko? Nope. No. That'd be best supporting. Was actor. it Two Wong Fu? Thanks for everything. Yes, Julie Newmar. Okay. That's one of them. And then it's got to be Next of Kin. <laughs> no I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Come on. Dan- Dirty Dancing? Dirty Dancing. Okay. Here we go. Oh, Finally. You, don't wait. you got two out, of three, two out of three. No, because you shouted out your answer. Fine. Kathy mm-hmm. wins. Great. Kathy win. wins. None of us win this podcast. Anyway. Timo wins. Timo always wins. wins. Nobody wins a memorial podcast to Patrick no. Swayze, sadly enough. No, um, sadly enough. The summer's almost over, and so I hope the uh, the memorial podcast's in with it. Don't you? Yes. Absolutely. It's tough doing these. It's tough one yep. daily. It tries to turn everything that we love into a mockery. Yes, I know. <laughs> well, oh, let's end that. Come oh, on. like you didn't do that with my love of dirty dancing. Wow, okay. we're very fractious today. Come on, we yeah. got next show. We really okay. got to bond again. Maybe let's just you know kind of strip down a little bit <laughs> <just> as friends. <laughs> uh huh. We're naked and sweaty, but we're just talking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's all we have for this week. Uh, special thanks to Kathy for coming in and trying her best to defend dirty dancing. I did. Uh, I think we need to devote a whole podcast to Dirty Dancing. We'll do a commentary, I promise, at the Spears Lair. Daily. Oh. Daily will be there, even though. You're coming for the Funyuns. I'm coming for the Funyuns. We'll get you a designated driver. It'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I need one of those. Designated driver you want. I'm curious with you. (laughs) Close shop, damn it. I got work to do. Hey, we'll see you all again next week. In the meantime, we remain here, hopelessly stuck in the 80s. And I hope you. Stuck in the 80s is produced by the St. Petersburg Times and TampaBay.com. Special thanks to Check Battery Daily for providing music for the credits. Read the blog at blogs.tampabay.com and remember to subscribe to the podcast at iTunes. I have tapped Gary and Gilroy... <laughs> Don't tap him. Don't tap him. So it's nice to have this week's out clip already.